Hi everyone, I'm Sarah Baker and this is Mama Stories. I created Mama Stories after seeing how impactful sharing stories can be in overcoming the challenges of motherhood. I am where I am today because of the stories of so many amazing strong mamas and I want to share that with every mom I can. So follow along to laugh, cry, and be empowered. Welcome to the last episode of the Mama Stories podcast in 2019. When I first started this podcast, I wanted to close every episode with one question, which was, what advice would you give to all the moms out there? I wanted to do this for two reasons. One, because... I'm not an interviewer and I was terrified that I wouldn't know how to close out the interview and I was terrified it would run too long. But secondly, because advice for me is a pretty touchy subject. As moms, we get advice from everybody, whether that be a complete stranger or a family member, the advice just rolls in. And now I know this advice comes with good intention. But I will tell you the best advice I've ever gotten in my motherhood journey has been on the couch with another mom talking about the real and raw things of motherhood. So I thought, here I am, I'm going to be on a couch with other moms talking about the real and raw things of motherhood. And not to my surprise, every time I've asked a mom this question and closed out an episode... I'm always moved, I'm always inspired, and I always feel like I leave their space or I leave the interview feeling like I'm more in community than I've ever felt before. So I thought, what better way to end uh, the 2019 year for the Mama Stories podcast with one final episode of all the advice that all the moms have been giving Editing this episode for me was a good reminder as to why I asked this question. Listening to this again, even though I heard it for the first time with these moms in the most real and raw way, listening to it again was the same exact feeling of sitting on the couch and the same feeling I get when I'm in community with other moms and you know when I'm going through that hard time and I just need a reminder or I need to know that somebody's with me. So I really hope you guys enjoy all the advice from the amazing moms we've had on the podcast this year. So to kick us off, we're going to start with episode two, Stephanie. Stephanie is a military spouse, a mom of two, and quite frankly, my hashtag mom goals. Her advice is so good and honestly is a good reminder for those of us who might feel like we're still looking for that awesome mom community where we can be open, real, and raw. I just truly believe that, like, it's so important to have your people. Um, And if you feel like you're in a place where you don't have your people, like, just know they're out there looking for you too. Like, Mm. I have been so blessed, like, just... Just while TJ was gone, uh, and he left on Mother's Day, and I've, I've, I, I'm so humbled by my friends and my tribe. It's just having a connection with moms and people that you can feel free to say whatever you want yeah. to, and feel like they're not going to judge you. So go out there and make friendships, and you know, um, f- 
figure out who you are in those friendships and who you want to be and figure out like who you want to connect with and and friendships are going to, you know, come and go. Some Mm -hmm. of them are just going to continue to get stronger. And, um, that's the hard part, but that's also the cool part because, um, like I said, like it's, well, going back to my daughter who's 16 and she has all these relationships, you know, Mm -hmm. she's like, oh, this person and that person. And I'm like, girl, I'm in my thirties and I'm just now making friends, Yeah, you know, and these are like the really important friends and I could not be more thankful and grateful for the people that I have in my life. So just keep on trucking. You're going to find them. They're looking for you too. Episode three with Rachel. Rachel's a stepmom, and because of her situation, a lot of the things that happen are in the public eye. But what I love the most about her advice is that it doesn't just pertain to being a step parent, it also pertains to all of us. We should all really be thinking about what Rachel has to say and how we can practice this on a daily basis. From one angle, being a stepmom or, you know, maternal figure in kids' lives in a very public way, always take the high road every time, as hard as it is, um, and even privately take the high road every single time because, like you just mentioned, like everybody's trying to navigate their own way and figure out the situation the best that they know how. Yeah. And... I think it's so important to take a step back, reflect on your own actions. And if they were coming from a place of, you know, true intent and, you know, the best outlook for the kids and, you know, then you can't control a lot of times how, you know, other people are going to react to that. Yeah. And knowing that your actions are being watched, whether you know it or not, and whether the kids know it or not, is... You know, you're a living and walking example of someone that the kids most likely spend 50% of their life with. Yeah. You know, even just the relationship with how you talk to people, how you talk to your friends, how you talk about your friends, how you talk, you know, all of these things, you know, how you talk about work and, you know, like the kids are listening, you know, and that's, I think maybe every parent. Yeah. That's a good advice for everyone. (laughs) Yeah. It's hard to take the high road. Yeah. (laughs) For any parent. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But that's, that would be, I think my biggest advice that has worked out, you know, the best for us is don't try to take over, you know, be an additional person and an additional adult in their life that loves them, that they can come to make sure that they know that and, you know, respect the relationship that they have with their mom and their dad, you know, and because that is to them, it's first and foremost, what's most important. Sure. And it should be what's first and foremost most important to you, too. Episode four, Crystal. Crystal and I actually went to high school together. It was awesome to reconnect after so long. And I felt honored that I got to hear more about the mom she's become. Crystal's advice is something that I would say most of us need a reminder of on a daily basis. Remembering that. I am my own person as well, I guess. Just, you know, and hearing about other people kind of finding themselves again is just remembering that you're more than just a mom. You're yeah. more than just, you know, even more than just a wife. Like you are still you and you still have your needs and you still have the things that you want. And improving those can only improve the rest of the, you know, everything else that comes along with it. Like it can only improve like how good of a mom you are, how good of a wife you are, how good of a friend you are. And I think the biggest thing that I can like even think about 
hearing from other moms is just remembering to remember yourself. Episode five with Julie. Julie is a mom of three and her youngest child was diagnosed with cerebral palsy. Julie's advice is a good reminder that when you remain optimistic, a beautiful thing can really be born. You know, I think probably the biggest lesson is just not being a victim, right? Like this happened and it's horrible and we could wallow in it and be super sad. Or we can just be like, this is, this is us. This is the way that our life is and um, our family. And, you know, having Jacob like on paper and everything that happened is horrifying. Yeah. But he's such an amazing person and he's added nothing but joy to our family, our immediate family, our extended family, our friends, our family, our community. Episode seven with Brie. Brie is a mama who went through nine years of infertility. I met Brie at a women's event and I heard parts of her story. And I thought, how could this woman be so optimistic and positive after everything she's gone through? And then she gives her advice. And I think it's just woven deep into who she is. Focusing on what we had instead of the one thing we didn't have was really key. Really hard to do on a yeah. daily basis. Some days were easier, but there would be periods of time where I'd be like, I don't care that I can stay up till five in the morning reading a book because I don't have an infant that I have to take care of. Mm-hmm. But I can if I want to. Yeah. I don't care that I can go out for a 20 mile run, you know, because I don't have like children waiting for me at the house but I can. So I'm going to focus on what I can do and what I have right now, what I have available to me. And that did carry us through so much of the time because it kept us focusing. I think it just focused our mind on gratitude and being thankful for what we had instead of only looking at the one area that we didn't have, our one area of lack, even though that was the biggest area and the biggest desire of our hearts. It really helped us um, work on strengthening other muscles. Episode eight with Kristen. Kristen and I used to work at the same company, and I've always been fascinated with the fact that she works and her husband stays home. I love people that do things differently than society tells them to do or than the world's mold has told them to do. Now, one of the things you should know about what you're going to hear next is that before I asked for Kristen's advice, she gave a tip that I feel like all parents should know and use. So first I want to share that, and then... We will go into her advice. Finally, I had to explain to her, look, I love you, but my job is not to make you happy and let you do whatever you want. Mm. My job is to make you healthy, safe, and kind. And if it doesn't work for one of those three things, then we're not going to be able to do it because that's mommy's job. That's mommy's number one job. Mm. And so she learned really early, healthy, safe, and kind. So when she would start getting really upset about things and trying to negotiate because she is a master negotiator, Mm. has been forever. But what about this? What about that? What about this? What about that? Won't let it go. (laughs) Just keeps going. Um, I can just break it down and say, is that, is that safe? Does that make you healthy? And is that helping you be kind? And if she can't answer yes to all three of those questions then the answer is no. And that has been my lifesaver. Oh, find what works for you. Mm. And am I allowed to cuss? You yeah, we already have. Okay, sorry. <laughs> but yes, thanks Fuck for the rest of it. Seriously, you guys. Oh, man, there's so much that we have to deal with. And like, just find what works for you. Like, 
seriously and be okay with that. And, um, I think one of the greatest things about getting older in general and having a kid when I was older, which I'm so thankful for, like I am far more exhausted because I had a kid at 35. My, my sister was 26 when she had hers. So I got to watch her go through (laughs) that. But, um, literally once I, once I leaned in on figuring out what works for us and having like the patience and space and not caring about what other people thought, if I did children when I was younger, I would have definitely put a lot more time and effort into that. And I'm so glad that like, I can just continue letting go yeah. <laughs> of all that necessary crap and just figure out like what works for her, what works for me, what works for Trevor and I, and then just let us do it. Episode 10 was Shannon. Shannon's a mama who's had all five of her babies through IVF. Two of those babies were in her belly when we recorded this episode. What I love about Shannon's advice is I feel like it answers the question of how do you enjoy motherhood with five babies under five and all the chaos that comes with that? Um, I would say um, the biggest piece of advice I can get, and I think so many moms I've heard this, they, that they say um, the days are long, um, but the weeks and months will fly by. Mm -hmm. Um, and having an almost five-year-old, um, I would say that could not be more true. Um, because those first weeks, months, sometimes year and a half or whatever of parenting feels so hard and you're Mm -hmm. so tired sometimes. Um, but I think just remembering to try and, um, savor the moment. And, um, there was one thing I'd read one time that was like, like, hold on to all the moments, whether they're really, really hard or really beautiful, because you want them to like, you want to remember those. And, um, pretty soon your kids are not going to want to crawl into your lap or cuddle, like let me cuddle with me at night. And and those things that I will miss so dearly, you know, I talk Mm -hmm. about like, we were talking about earlier of like wiping bums and changing diapers (laughs) and like how nice it'll be when we don't have to do that. But at the same time, I know I will absolutely miss that phase and that stage. Um, so again, just finding gratitude and, um, the beautiful moments, um, no matter how chaotic or loud or crazy your house is, because if you were ever at our home, (laughs) With three kids, four and under. It is all of those things, but it's also just complete beautiful chaos. Episode 11 with Corey. Corey is a mama of two and a midwife. So I got the pleasure of having her for two episodes and it was amazing. Now, what I will tell you is that Corey's advice is something I wish I could shout from a mountaintop or really drill into every mom's head, even mine. Leaning into support, say yes to support mm. in the, especially in the postpartum, like that we don't have to do it all by ourselves and you don't need to do the dishes and the keep your house clean. You're like, you know, in that yeah. early postpartum time, especially or whatever, you know, it's like, let go of those little things. They really it is okay to just like sit in bed with your baby and, yeah. um, and like ask, say yes to help every people really do want to help you in the postpartum time when yeah. they come over. I'm like, if there's somebody, you know, if somebody asks you if they can help you, like say yes, can you get this from the grocery store or yeah. can you take that trash out on your way out or whatever, you know? Yeah. Episode 13 with Nina. 
Nina's a mama who found me on social media. And I'm so grateful that we were able to connect. She was my first ever over the phone interview. I learned a lot about her story and her struggles. But most importantly, she gave me something I really needed that day. And that was her advice. You are enough. Mm. And that's just kind of however you want to take that. But you are enough just how you are in your hot mess. Whether you are holding it together or not, whether your house is a mess, whether your kids are doing fantastic or they're complete assholes, you're still enough in all of your failures, whatever it is, you are enough just how you are. Episode 14 with Aaron. Aaron was a mama that I interviewed turned friend, and I'm so grateful for that. I will say that her advice is a great representation of what an awesome mom she is and how she just embraces everything that motherhood and life throws at her. Oh, I think the thing that I've learned most is that motherhood is never going to be what you expect. It isn't. Um, You know, you might want a kid that's into sports and you get a kid like Isaac who calls himself Isaac the geologist and you have to learn about rocks. Um, Or, you know, you might think it's going to go one way, but it goes another. And I, you know, just research, learn and embrace it because it's going to be what it is. You can't control it. Um, And the best thing you can do for your kids and for yourself is to learn who they are, not who you want them to be, and just really allow that for them. Episode 15 with Emily. Emily is a mama who had a very traumatic birth experience and could probably walk into most rooms and outbeat them in stories about her journey into motherhood. But what I love the most about Emily's advice and truthfully most of the things she says in the episode is that instead of using that as a way to say, look at me, she's using that as a way to help mamas think about their situation and know that they really matter. My one piece of advice would be to never compare yourselves to other moms Mm. because we all have different emotions and we all process things differently. And you can't compare your story to anybody else's or benchmark yourself because your feelings are just as valid as anybody else's feelings. Mm-hmm. And it, I've had people who say, oh, I had a traumatic birth, but it was nowhere near as traumatic as yours. And I just tell them, stop. Mm. That's not true. Yeah. You, you went through trauma. Mm-hmm. And you process it differently than I do. And so it doesn't matter what the experience was. It was traumatic for you. Yeah, And, you know, the same thing can go about celebrating people's wins. Like you celebrate something small. Your kid ate what you served for dinner today. That's a big accomplishment. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter that this other mom did like a, made a, like Chrissy Teigen made a menu for her kid. And like, (laughs) it's like a picture menu and she can like choose what she wants. Like that's awesome too. But guess what? It's all awesome. Yeah. We're all winning together. We're all, like hurting together we're all feeling together like it's don't compare yourself because yeah. you matter just as much as anybody else episode 17 with Catherine. 
Catherine was my first ever international interview all the way from Canada. Catherine's story is filled with her pursuit to becoming a mom, even though she has a diagnosis that might scare her away from that. What I love the most about Catherine's advice is that with her diagnosis, she might be forced into this state of taking care of herself at times, but she also sees the value in all moms having that time and that release so that they can also be well-rested. I want to start off with the fact that as women and as moms is that we are so accustomed to multitasking and we want to do it all and we don't want to disappoint others. And this like applies to everything in our lives, like to be perfect, to be the best we can be. And I think as moms, we really shouldn't feel guilty that we need to take time for ourselves sometimes. And I say that because, because of my illness, it, it has forced me, forced me to do certain things and not do certain things. Uh, because energy wise, I just, I just can't. And so I have to be able to say no to things because of that, because my number one priority is my health, my kids, my family. So I think for moms, put aside the fact that you feel that you need to be able to do everything, be everywhere, but not feel guilty that you really need time to take care of yourself, right? Spend the time alone, take care of yourself, whether that be just to go out somewhere alone and not feel the tremendous guilt that you're letting anyone down because it doesn't make you any less of a person, a mom, a friend, a wife. It's just, you need that time alone sometimes. Episode 18 with Brittany. Brittany is a mom of two, and when I interviewed her, she had just started a nail polish company that is both for boys and girls. What I love about Brittany's advice is that she took that self-time or that me time that we talk about so much as parents and explained how you can actually use that time to also build relationships with your kids. That you are going to have such a mixed bag of emotions as, as a parent, you know, you're going to have your, your good and your bad days and you know, the days that are exciting and depressing and, and motivating and, and all of those days. Um, but all in all, it's important to remember that every parent is going through that as well. Um, and you need to recognize, you know, when you need a break and you need to recognize when it's important to just say, you know what, I'll get to this later and go jump on the couch with your kids or go build a fort because that is going to revive you as a parent and it's going to build those relationships with your kids and and they're going to remember those days. They're going to remember the days that you were like, you know what, let's have a dance party right now because that's important. Episode 19 with Mary Ann. Mary Ann is a mom a grandma, and a sleep consultant. So I got to have her for two episodes, and it was amazing. Marianne's advice is short and sweet, but I think it gets right to the point. Being a grandma and then managing a mother-daughter relationship is very difficult, and her advice will help set any grandma up for success. Be the grandparent, not the parent, number one. Um, Ask what you can do. Don't assume it really think that's really important to 
be a support system, not the decision maker. Episode 21 with Marlene. Marlene is a single mom by choice and a nutritionist. So again, I got to have her for two episodes. Her journey into becoming a mom is something to be inspired by. What I love is at the end, she gave her advice to those still trying to find their journey into motherhood. And I don't think anyone could have said it better. I would give my advice to people who are mamas inside but don't have their babies yet. I would say to all the mamas at heart who haven't found their babies yet, that whatever path to motherhood you find is absolutely okay. There is nothing wrong with being a single mom. There is nothing wrong with, like, whether, you know, whether you enter into motherhood with a partner, with a same-sex partner, with an opposite-sex partner, Mm -hmm. if you adopt, if you foster a child to adopt, if you adopt an embryo, if you use a sperm donor or an egg donor or both or doing it on your own or co-parent, like whatever, it looks different for everybody. And however you get there is, is absolutely perfect. Episode 23 with Shelly. Shelly is a mom who experienced many miscarriages before having her rainbow baby, Ryan. Her journey has been so impactful that she even created her own podcast to give moms a space to share about their journey after miscarriage. What I love about Shelly's advice is that if you follow her on Instagram, it's perfectly her. Keep your eyes on the prize. And I think that that can go for anything. So if you're struggling to get pregnant, keep your eyes on the prize. If you're struggling with miscarriage, keep your eyes on the prize. If you are, um, you know, in motherhood in general, like, struggling on a day-to-day basis just keep your eyes on the prize like what do you want out of life just keep going for it um so that's the one thing that I tell anybody in almost any situation episode 24 with Janelle Janelle is a true mom boss she's a mom of two a CEO of a highly successful company and shares how to do both of those things you need a lot of help her advice not only helps you realize that you have enough, but it also helps you balance those thoughts around those who may have accomplished what you're trying to accomplish. The thing I have to tell myself, it's that that everything you have is enough. The, The people in front of you that have achieved where you're trying to go or doing what you think you want to do, they don't know anything that you don't. They don't have anything you don't. The only difference is that they just did it. And um, I've had to learn that lesson, and I'll learn that lesson again. I've learned it so many times again and again that um, I think that, you know, I think that um, I get I get to where I wanted to be, and then I, I'm there at the table, and then I realize, oh, like, no one here, there was no big secret. It was like my <laughs> own limitations on myself mm-hmm. that kept me away from kept me away from this table and like my feelings of having to earn it or that there was you know some secret or they knew about somebody or had something or you know and and, and over and over again I realized no it was just like declaring that you were going to do it and do it and that's really you know 90% of of all of it episode 25 with Olivia Olivia is a mom a business owner 
and a community builder. She knows how important it is to get a mom out of the house. So she used social media to create an Instagram page where moms in Portland share about kid-friendly parks and activities to do. Olivia knows that building a community is so important for our mama journey. Her advice captures all of that. But she also shares that it's difficult and the tricks she used to overcome that. Biggest piece of advice is to find people. Mm. To find a community. Um, and I think that people say that a lot, but um, I think what I want moms to know is that it's not easy and that it's not just going to be like, you're going to meet someone and say, hey, let's be friends. Um, I think it takes a lot of um, vulnerability and just kind of willingness to step into each other's messes of their life. Um, I think like the most success I've had in my friendships have been with people that live really close to me um, and that have kids in a similar age as me. Um, I've found that those friendships, um, when you're in the same season and the same stage, you just get what each other needs. And we've like my friends and I always talk about like our husbands are great, but they're never going to totally know what it looks like Mm -hmm. to be a mom and to have, you know, birthed these children and to be taking care of a newborn and your mom friends do, they get it. They know what exactly you're feeling. And so, um, I think it's just so crucial to find those people that can, you know, bring you back down when you're feeling crazy or mm-hmm. swoop in when you really need the help um, or just encourage you in a way that they know you need it, but your husband or someone else might not totally know or get. Yeah. Um, but we're not supposed to do life by ourselves. We're supposed to do life with other people. Mm-hmm. And um, like I said, it's not easy and it doesn't just naturally happen. And I think it's work and you have to put in the effort. Um, but I've done it and it's so great on the other side. Episode 26 with Anya. Anya is a parent coach and I had never really heard of one of those, but sitting down with her, I felt like she could definitely be my coach. She is a wise mama of two older children. Her advice captures something that I think is going to be really difficult for me and also something I really need to work on a daily basis. About this, because I could tell you lots, but I think what it boils down to is to lean back a little from your mama role, knowing it's their journey. So you can do that physically or just think about lean back. As soon as your mind wants to run off with things, lean back. And the next piece, the really big one, is and be super, super kind to yourself. Mm. Super kind to yourself. Episode 27, Erin Returns. Erin came back to do a special episode on her VBAC victory and her advice to mamas who are trying to gain their victory as well. I think the biggest thing is to just, advocate for yourself, like really learn to do that. Um, and education's key, right? So like if you're educated, um, in what's going on with your body or, uh, you know, educate yourself in VBAC statistics, educate yourself in, um, you know, what it takes to do a VBAC, educate yourself in, um, what is, what are the odds for you personally? Because there's 
all sorts of things that go into if they think that you're going to have a um, successful VBAC or not. What's your weight? What's your BMI? Um, have you had a live birth or a non-C-section birth before? All those things. So like really know all of those things going mm-hmm. into the doctor um, because the more knowledge you have going in, um, the more likely you are to be successful. And then just reach out to people who have gone through it and ask questions. I think that's the biggest thing is like, I had to reach out to people who had had VBACs and say like, okay, what about this? What about that? What did you think about this? And that was huge for me was yeah. talking to other moms and, and hearing their stories. So um, yeah, I'm always happy to talk to anyone about it. Episode 28 with Amanda. Amanda is a mama who has faced a tragedy that is unspeakable. She lost her daughter Avery at seven years old to a terminal brain tumor called DIPG. Amanda and her family have dedicated their time and their resources into starting a foundation in Avery's name and to finding a cure for DIPG so that no one else has to lose their loved one to this same terminal tumor. Amanda is a mom that has a strength that she never wanted to know she had. Just one, huh? <laughs> or all of it. <laughs> no, I, know. I would I would really say, you know, I think we all try to be super mom, you know? We try to be all things for all people all the time, but I would say it's okay to, to lean on other people, you know? Mm-hmm. And it could be a simple thing, but it, and it's okay to ask for help, too. So I... I, th- I think oftentimes we aren't vulnerable and we aren't real with ourselves to say, like, we're tired, we don't know what to do, whatever, you know, whatever the circumstance. Um, but I, I would encourage moms t- to be able to lean when they feel incapable and find support in that. And oftentimes that will be enough to get you through. Um, and so don't, don't be fearful of leaning uh, in whatever capacity that could be. And you don't have to be everything all the time. Mm. And there's, there's a great, um, awareness in knowing what you need when you need it and acknowledging that. And so, and you might turn out to be a better mom when you're able to realize that you can't be everything, you know, by yourself. So, Um, and then the other thing I would say too, is that not to sweat the small stuff, you know, life, life can be crazy. And, you know, even in somebody in my place of grief and what we've been through and what we're still going through, like this is a lifelong process for us. We have joy and pain now always together. They're, they're one in the same. So while we're getting ready to celebrate Alex turning 16, we're also, you know, celebrating um, Avery being 11, but she's, you know, missing and absent from mm-hmm. us on her birthday. So there's, you know, Christmas, all of these things, like it's joy and pain all the time. Those two go hand in hand. But I would say not sweating the small stuff, you know, focus on what's really important in your life and don't, don't be, don't let your life be jumbled with things that don't matter, um, that are insignificant, maybe to the big picture, those sorts of things. And, and to be a yes mom, you know, Mm. don't always feel like you need to get to bed at seven because that's (laughs) bedtime. 
you know, one more book, mom. Sure, honey. I mean, it could be just such simple things, but just to be a yes mom and let your kid walk in the rain if they want to walk in the rain, Mm. just all those simple things that don't hurt anyone, but they may add such joy even for just that moment. So that would be my advice. Episode 29 with Anna. Anna is a mama of two whose world was turned upside down last year when she found out that a divorce was inevitable for her future. In the episode, she shares a lot about how she makes sure everything she does is right for her and her babies. I believe her advice is exactly how she's able to do that. Ignore the outside world and do what's best for you. Mm. Period. Whatever that means to you, um, just do it. Because I think I think the outside world has just so many different ways of affecting us and like almost allowing us to not know ourselves. Um, even like wearing makeup. Like there's mm-hmm. so many women that like you wear makeup every single day that you don't even know what you look like. Do you know what you really look like when you're stripped down? Like, are you comfortable being stripped down? Mm -hmm. And I feel like internally you can do that too by just stripping everybody's opinion away and just taking the time to get to know yourself without anybody else's opinion. And there you have it. The advice from all the mamas we had on the show this year. Thank you, mamas. And I'm looking forward to next year and all the advice we have in store for us. Thank you for listening. I hope you loved it. Please subscribe to this podcast so you can get the latest episodes and tell us what you think about it in the reviews. And mamas, I love you.